Back Blue Shirts fans to episode number 145 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick, and today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need. And today, going to be joined by Jared Ellis and Walker Barrow of Locked On Hurricanes. We talk a little bit about the playoff format that the NHL will be using this season and a little bit about the Rangers Hurricanes matchup a little bit of everything really uh, those guys really do a great job with locked on hurricanes and always good to uh, link up and uh, have a little crossover episode here and obviously we've got some time between now and the playoff series against the hurricanes so definitely not the last we're going to be hearing from Jared and Walker I think we're going to do a couple of crossover episodes before during and after the Rangers Hurricanes playoff series and hopefully we're all still friends by the time that that ends but uh, we'll see we will see and without any further ado here is part one of a two-part conversation conversation with Jared Ellis and Walker Barrow of Locked on Hurricanes. Enjoy. Hey there, Kaniacs and Rangers fans. I am Jared Ellis. And I am Walker Barrow, and I didn't think I'd be wearing a hoodie in June. And I am John Chick with the Rangers, and I am also wearing a hoodie. So here we are. <laughs> I'm not. Yes, I'm wearing a emo kid shirt. Yeah, and you're listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can find us on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And you can find me on Twitter at Barrow Walker. That's Arrow with a B. And if you're looking for me on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers and my personal Twitter at JChick17. Yes, sir. All right, lots of Twitters today. Um, <laughs> all of them. And <laughs> John has been on the show before. Another recurring guest as I hit my microphone. And uh, today we'll just kind of go back and forth about some Hurricanes uh, stuff and some Rangers stuff. Get John's thoughts on playoffs um, mm-hmm. and all that jazz. How does that sound to you guys? Sounds Watch great. Me. Ready to go. Yeah. Now that some... Time has passed, John. Um, we were obviously bummed to see Julian Gauthier um, go on up to New York because he was a big fan favorite here. Um, mm-hmm. Now that you've been able to see him play some, what have been your thoughts on him? Uh, I mean, I like Gauthier. You know, I feel like uh, we Ranger fans still kind of getting to know him a little bit. I believe he only played in 12 or so games. Uh, I think it was exactly 12 games, actually, uh, before the right. season was paused. And for the most part, uh, if not exclusively, I think he was out there on the fourth line for the Rangers. So, I mean, kind of only getting about seven, maybe mm-hmm. eight minutes per night. Uh, but the little bit I've seen of him, I really liked. I know he picked up a couple of assists for the Rangers and he's kind of, uh, you know, given them at least a little bit of a scoring threat on, you know, as a bottom six forward, which is something the Rangers have lacked a little bit. But, you know, I like him. I, I think he's got an interesting blend of speed and size, which is kind of rare. And I, I think there, I think I talked to you guys about this the last time we did a crossover, but in his debut at the Rangers, uh, they were playing the Blackhawks and there was a play mm-hmm. where uh, mm-hmm. he just collected a loose puck off the boards and 
just kind of went right around the Blackhawks defenseman. And I don't think that the defenseman was expecting that out of him. And he basically just had to grab him and just take a holding penalty because otherwise he was going to go right to the net. But, uh, you know, right. he has a limited role right now. But like I said, the very little bit I've seen of him, I do like him. And I could see him, uh, you know, Capo Caco has type 1 diabetes. And there's been some talk about whether or not he's going to play. Uh, he's mm-hmm. typically on the third line. If Caco is unable to play, then I would imagine that Gautier would uh, move up maybe into that third line, and we could see a little bit more of him in the playoffs. But uh, uh, to uh, kind of continue with the theme here, obviously they struck that chain that that trade. Um, what do you guys think of Brady Shea? How has he kind of fit in with the Hurricanes thus far? Um, personally, I like Brady Shea. There have been some people that have given him shit, um, <laughs> but he's yeah. played like seven games with the team, mm-hmm. um, and we're like, like chill out. He's literally played seven games. Come on now. Um, But even in those seven games, I do like what I've seen from him. I think he's played pretty good so far. Um, But yeah, personally, I like what we've seen out of him. Uh, He's a good kid. Uh, Whenever I met him once at a, up at the practice city, he was really nice, really friendly. He talked to everyone. Um, He didn't, make himself seem like he's better than anyone like oh i came from new york city or whatever he was really nice to everyone and he's played really good uh for us in the limited number of games he's played for us i think he'll be pretty good for us for the next few years because he has several years left on his contract yeah i i always enjoyed watching shay anytime we played the rangers he was always one of the guys in that sweater that i watched he's just I like him as an all-around player. You know, I, I like his vibe, mm. I guess you could say. Yeah, I, I liked him too overall. You know, I, the one thing that kind of stuck in my craw as a Ranger fan is, you know, they've they've gone through this rebuild. And, you know, it's understandable. And even now we're starting to see kind of the fruits of the labor of this rebuild. But, you know, the Rangers said goodbye and they traded away so many guys, whether it's Zuccarello or Nash or Broussard. I mean, granted, they got Mika Zibanejad for Broussard, so we'll give them a pass there. But, um, right. you know, a lot of guys that they showed the door, you know, JT Miller, Kevin Hayes, the list goes on and on. And the one guy they kept was Brady Shea. And I'm just kind of like, huh, like that's the one guy that you felt like couldn't get away. I mean, I, I don't know. Overall, like I said, Shea, good, a good player. But, uh, yeah, I just I don't know. I, I think maybe they kind of overrated him at least a little bit. But I, I'm glad to hear it's working out because by all accounts, he, he really is a good guy. And, you know, it's good to hear that he's kind of fit in uh, nicely over there with the Hurricanes. Yeah, yeah, he's fitting nicely. Um, I think uh, with our system, I think he's doing well, and especially with all the talent we have on defense, uh, Dougie, Pesci, um, Slavin, Gardner, Edmondson, just so many guys. I feel you mentioned uh, kind of him being maybe a little overrated up in New York. Those guys can maybe help elevate his game some, and plus with Rod Brendamore being his head coach now as well. Like, yeah. You, know, you just go up. Um, and personally, same with uh, Gautier. Um, he definitely is green, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, but he has a ton of upside. Um, there's a reason like everyone was pretty upset whenever he got traded um, and why everyone at the uh, tail end of the preseason, start of the regular season, everyone was like, you know, put him on the – put him on put him on the roster because um, everyone was like, mm-hmm. this guy is going to be a stud in the NHL. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, yeah absolutely. And up in New York, he definitely has some great people to learn from there as well. Uh, Zbenejad, Panarin, like there's great guys up there that he can learn from to elevate his game. 
O'Brien, he's still, yeah, I think he's going to be a stud, even if he's in a Rangers jersey. Yeah, that may be the one Rangers jersey I get. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by RockAuto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning, like, is your Odyssey an LX or an EX, and have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing the only brand his warehouse just happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I wanted to ask you guys a little bit about your goalie situation. Obviously, you could go with uh, Peter Mrazek or James Reamer in the playoffs. Um, I was looking at their numbers. It looks fairly similar uh, Mm -hmm. overall, but I I know Mrazek started most of the games uh, in the playoffs last year when you guys went on that crazy run to the conference finals. So, I mean, do you guys have any preference? Do you have any inkling as to who they will go with in net when when they go up against the Rangers here in the playoffs? Hmm. Um, Personally, I think it'll be Mrazek. Um, simply because he was the one that was back from injury, uh, before the, uh, season paused. Um, I think it'll be him because we honestly haven't heard anything about Reimer's injury, um, of even a timetable when he could be back. Um, so yeah, I'm almost positive they'll go with Mrazic, uh, in that then. But honestly, if Reimer was good to go, I'd be fine with him because he's done great things for us this season. Hell, yep. there was a good portion of the team or season there where he was the only reason we were still in the playoff hunt. Yeah. Yeah. He, I'm, he was playing on fire. Yeah. I'm going to have to say for me, it's, it's really a toss up. Cause you look at, you look at Reimer's record and I mean, it's not stellar, but you look at how many games he's played. He's been in the league for a while. He's that veteran player and Mrazic will obviously learn a lot from that. It's, I feel like it's going to be about 50-50. You know, I feel like Rod is going to want to play both of them as much as he can, whether that's back and forth or you play two games, you play two games, and we just see how it goes. I, If I really had to pick, I'm going to say Peter as well, just because he's young, he's ready to go, and Reimer has has his moments. I mean, we've we've seen that this past season. So it's it's honestly a toss-up for me. Yeah, it kind of seemed that way, you know, looking at their numbers. Obviously, I don't see every yeah. Hurricanes game, but uh, yeah, it looked like uh, there was definitely a discussion to be had there. Um, right. And mm-hmm. and then for the Rangers in that, I mean, I got to ask you guys, like, uh, obviously, Igor Shesterkin has kind of burst onto the scene here. But then again, you look at Henrik Lundqvist, and he's kind of had the Hurricanes number over the years. Is there one guy you would uh, less like to face between the two of them? And I know you probably haven't seen that much of Shesterkin, but I'll, I'll just toss it out there as you know, as far as your thoughts on the Ranger goalie situation? Um, I feel like um, 
I'd rather face Igor um, simply because we okay. haven't played him as much and the guys can maybe mm-hmm. get something past him because Lundqvist plays so well against us. Yeah. Um, but that being said, I feel like the Rangers are going to put Lundqvist in net simply because mm-hmm. he plays so good against us. And then it's playoff time. He's the old vet. You know, he knows what he's doing. They're going to hit, give him the go-ahead to start off with, see how things go. If he's playing great, awesome. You know, if he's playing like crap, then young bucks going in. Right. Yeah. But yeah. I'd rather play Igor simply because we can maybe get something past him. Yeah. I mean, we. I feel like we've had more success against Shesterkin this past season. You know, when the Rangers come to Raleigh, it's – it's like a curse, I guess you could say. I feel like <laughs> yeah. I feel like the Rangers almost always win every time they come to Raleigh. There's just something about playing us at home. And really, even when we go to MSG, you know, we have our our difficulties with the Rangers, you know. And I feel like Shesterkin would be the least likely one, like Jared was saying, to be put in because Hank knows how we play. He plays top-notch hockey whenever he plays against us. So I feel like they're obviously going to go with Lundqvist, but I would like to see Shesterkin. So it's funny. I do like you know, seeing him play. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's, he's an exciting young player, and hopefully, you know, for the Rangers, somebody who can be there for a long time. It's funny because yeah. I've actually kind of been leaning towards Shesterkin, but you guys have given me something to think about here and how you brought all this up. <laughs> that we have some different opinions. Yeah, yeah, it will be interesting. It will be interesting. For both teams, really. They both got options in that. If Reimer isn't back for us, we still have Anton Forsberg that they're having on the roster as well that they pulled up from Charlotte. Um, yes. And he's a vet. You know, he played up in Chicago. I think he was on the 15 Cup team as well. So he has playoff experience yes. as well. Yeah. Um, so that's another one. I mean, he's not to the caliber of Peter or James, but he was playing pretty good. Uh, at the tail end of the pause there. So yeah, I could also right. see him potentially being in the rotation because there hasn't been anything came out of him getting sent back down to Charlotte, even though the AHL season has been uh, canceled. Yeah. I still haven't heard anything about that. So we're operating on right. the assumption right now that he's still in the rotation. Yeah. And Forsberg was really playing for a little while there, a little bit better than Ned. Um he definitely mm-hmm. oh, picked yeah. up some. Oh, of course, yeah. He yeah. was Ned for whatever reason. Ned was just flaking. I, I don't understand why, and it's probably just because I don't know. Young. Maybe he realized that he had to something to prove, especially coming off last season's Calder Cup win. So, but Forsberg mm-hmm. definitely had some moments where I was just like, he'd be brought up before Ned. So, I think yeah, yeah I agree. I think they made the right decision in keeping him up in Raleigh rather yes. than Ned because Forsberg he had the experience. He wasn't so green. Like Gautier wants Ned to be the guy up here, but he's very inexperienced. And it frankly it shows. Ned's kind of the prospect, right? He's a guy who could be given yes. a look in the future. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I believe he definitely. was in the yeah. same draft Nadelkovich. class. Yeah. 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 He's definitely a fan favorite. People really like him and they're ready for you know his time to come. You know, where he's the man, you know, in that. But, you know, when he's kind of been up here, you know, it shows, you know, in his, frankly, inexperience at the NHL level. Because, yeah, AHL is a step below, but that's a damn big step. Yeah. Yeah. 
The Locked On Podcast Network stands against racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcasts.com slash Black Lives Matter. Again, that is LockedOnPodcasts.com slash Black Lives Matter. Just wanted to take a minute to let you guys know that today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Built Bar. It is the best tasting protein and energy bar that I have ever had. It's kind of hard to explain. You just have to experience it for yourself. It's got real chocolate, amazing flavors, and unlike a lot of other protein bars, energy bars, you don't need a gallon of water to get rid of that weird, funky aftertaste that sometimes comes with the other bars. It's just good, and it actually kind of tastes quite a bit like a candy bar. It has an amazing combination of low calories, high protein, and low sugar. There are no crazy additives, and if you compare it to the most popular men's bar, Cliff, it is half the calories, seven times fewer carbs, seven times fewer sugar grams, and more protein. How can it be that good and taste that good? I don't know. You just got to try it for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON to get $10 off of your first box at BuiltBar.com. Once again, use promo code LOCKEDON and get $10 off your first box at www.BuiltBar.com. I also wanted to get your guys, just in general, your, your thoughts on the 2014 playoff tournament. I know people have some mixed feelings. You know, is that too many teams to let in? And if not, then how would you go about that? I mean, like, what do you guys think just in general about uh, the 2014 playoff tournament for this season? Jared, I'll let you take the reins for the I actually first had part. that down as... I actually had that down yeah, as a down. question yeah. for you <laughs> as well. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, personally, I think it's a mixed bag. I think it's the best that they could do under the circumstances um, because you obviously had to let you know those 16 teams that were going to make the playoffs in. Um, yes. But you also had teams like the Rangers, the Panthers, Blackhawks, so many other teams that were making those late season pushes that very well could have gotten in. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's fair for them to get in. But on that flip side, you do have teams that were slipping. Um, Like Montreal, I think we all agree they probably shouldn't be in the mix, but to accommodate, you know, those teams that were making those pushes, (laughs) they're in there. As much as I love Arizona, um, they're probably my number two team. They were slipping. They weren't necessarily looking like the playoff team that they were early on, but now they're in the mix. So I feel it's the best that the NHL could do to accommodate everything that was going on. Yeah. As for me, um, it's it's going to be hectic. I I feel like that's just going to be outright. It's going to be hectic. It'll be fun, but it's just going to be so mm-hmm. much. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's going to be nuts, yeah. <laughs> It's going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got like hockey every night. You know, you got 24 teams and they doing the, what is it, a best of five, I think is what the first round is. Best of five for the Rona round. And then everything else is best of six. We're calling the qualifying round the Rona round here um, because it's obviously (laughs) a one off thing. You know, the 2014 playoff isn't going to be the future or anything. So, like, we're going to have fun with it. We're calling this the run around. Yeah. So, <laughs> so you know, the run around, it's, it's going to be quick. You know, I'll, I wonder if they're going to, they're still doing like regular playoff type. If it goes past third period, they're doing like 
overtime, double overtime, just continue on. I right. I think it would be a little bit better if they stuck to like the five minute three on three overtime, then go to shootout. But I could also see that being an issue should they do that. But I'm honestly just happy to be able to watch some hockey on TV, and it. I hope it works out. That that's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. 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 I do too. Um, just a little yeah, salty I mean, that uh, Vegas is a hub city. Just, just, just a little salty. Well, they haven't made it official yet, but yeah, I, I'm pretty much <laughs> positive like be Vegas yeah. and Toronto. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I like it too. You know, I, I think if there's ever a year to just kind of get weird with the playoff tournament, that this is probably the year. And you know, from the, the from yeah, and from the human like side of it as well. Like, you know, obviously this is a tumultuous time in this country to say the very least, and I think that you know there's probably a lot of people out there who could use a little bit of a boost and we're going to have 24 teams in the yeah. playoffs so a lot of a lot of fans are going to be happy about that and they're going to get to see their team play a couple of playoff games at the very least so uh yeah, yeah you know I, I think definitely don't do it in years going forward i don't think every year you want 24 or 30 no. teams oh, making playoffs please right, no right. absolutely <laughs> not <laughs> right. um yeah well, that just kind of diminishes the point of the regular season yeah. exactly exactly yeah. Yeah, you're kind of devaluing it if you do that. And and why even grind for 82 games, uh, you know, if, if you're going to let everybody in? Exactly. I mean, you um, got teams like yeah, Montreal, yeah. like we've been I've talking always, about, you know, they've been struggling. Yeah. And this is their first playoff run in a while. They're they're kind of the one where it's they're like, definitely oh God, the, the Canadians are in the playoffs. Like they, they really stand out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. We need to have like a joint episode where we get locked on halves in here and <laughs> so we can hear their point of view and we'll just <laughs> come the whole time. All right, like I said, that is just part one of a two-part conversation with Mr. Jared Ellis and Mr. Walker Barrow of Locked on Hurricanes. Part two will be coming up next week, and tomorrow we will have the finale of Sports Movie Madness with Gabrielle Starr of Locked on Red Sox and Javier Reyes of Locked on Padres. We have the final five and then also the championship match. So it all comes down to tomorrow. We will crown the greatest sports movie of all time, so please make sure to tune into that. If you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And be sure to give us a follow on Twitter at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Now go ahead and tell your smart device to play the latest edition of Locked On NHL. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you next time.